This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. The SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. Hi everybody, I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is a visit with Iowa State junior tight end Dylan Sainer. At 6'7", 271 pounds, Sainer could be an imposing figure on the football field, and he'll play a big role this fall due to his versatility. We'll talk about that and the Iowa State tight ends room, which is full of characters. We hope you'll enjoy our visit with Dylan Sainer. So Dylan, tell me what it was like growing up in Prairie Grove, Arkansas. Were you, were you a Razorbacks fan? And uh, just tell me what it was like growing up there as a kid. It's like a small town, real close-knit, and so that was kind of cool. But also, coming out of a small town, you're, you're overlooked, and it's definitely not easy to get noticed in a place like that. So it was a cool experience. You know, I think it really, like, helped me become who I am today, but, and, and the Razorback part. I, I never really was a Razorback fan. It is a big thing. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty similar to this area where the college athletics are a pretty big deal, but, you know, I'd go to games there once in a while, but wasn't a huge fan for some reason. Did you play a lot of sports growing up as a kid? Yeah, I played football, baseball, basketball. I threw a little bit and for track and field, and you know I tried to play goalie a couple a couple games in soccer, <laughs> but did did as much as I could. How did you end up realizing that football was probably your future? You know I got my very first offer from Coach Golish. That was like I think going into my sophomore year. I think just getting that like attention early like that, I kind of was like maybe I should you know focus on this and put more time into this. So I kind of did that from that point on, and here we are. Of course, Coach Golish at the time was at Illinois, correct? So when he came over to Iowa State, is that when you really started having an interest in Iowa State? How would you end up at Iowa State? Yeah, I had never talked to Coach Rhodes or that staff. They didn't recruit me. But, yeah, when Golish got hired here with, uh, with Coach Campbell coming in, he was like, hey, you know, I'm leaving Illinois, but uh, I'm going to talk to the guys here, and you'll probably have an offer. And so he gave me a call back and then said, like, yeah, you still got your offer here. And so I scheduled a visit and then came on the visit and committed the day I left. So what was that like for you? Because, I mean, mentally you're sitting there thinking for maybe a year or so, I'm probably going to end up at Illinois. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you end up going to a place that you hadn't even been thinking about. What was that like for you? It it seems kind of crazy, but when you think about it, just spending time here and, like, meeting the people here, people are just something that you can't, really replicate at other places. I just felt like it was the right fit for me. Coach Campbell's a great guy, obviously, and his whole staff is great. I just felt right. Yeah, I had four other official visits to take, but I just canceled them. (laughs) Well, you had to take a little bit of a blind leap of faith, I would think, because you hadn't really probably had much relationship with Coach Campbell. You weren't really probably sure how he was going to use the tight ends. Did you have to kind of say, I trust Coach Golish, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with what he's saying here because I, I know him the best? Yeah, I mean, at that point, I had been recruited by him for almost three years, so um, we had a pretty good relationship. I, I trust the guy, I still do, and, you know, it, it's just crazy. It's been a long road. We've known each other for a while, so, yeah, I, I trust in him, and, you know, he's never, never steered me wrong. Something you've probably been dealing with for a while is people thinking, well, let's just move them out to tackle. <laughs> and uh, 
Was there any thought in your mind ever of doing that, whether it be at Iowa State or were the other schools kind of recruiting you saying, hey, we want to move you to, to tackle? There was a couple. After I committed here, Missouri was wanting me to play offensive line. Kind of the whole time through high school, Arkansas wanted me to play offensive line. Other than that, there wasn't a ton. It was just kind of talked about. Nobody ever, other than like those two places, nobody ever actually like said it. It's kind of one of those deals where everyone's got a different different view on it. You know, I've been told that I'll never play a down in college football as a tight end. So uh, it's uh, it's it's pretty wild. You know, do I think I could have done it? Probably, but uh, I've changed my body in the other direction, and sure. so I think I'm in a good spot now to uh, to help the program and. If if here that was what they needed, you know, if they were like, we're a better team if you play offensive line, sure. But turned out how it did, and, and we're all pretty happy with it. Tell me about that challenge of maintaining your weight or, or making sure not to get too big then, as opposed to, you know, the mentality that if you were moving to tackle, you'd be trying to gain some weight. I mean, I just had to learn to eat better. I, and along with that, being here uh, as opposed to a high school, like a small high school, we didn't have like you know nutrition and like this crazy like training program so just being here and and being fed the right way and you know having the right the right workout program to go with I mean coach Wade and his guys are great and it kind of all just happened naturally I haven't really done anything to to avoid playing offensive tackle or to avoid getting bigger it's just kind of how my how it just naturally turned out Tell me a little bit about special teams because like a lot of guys you made your mark on special teams so how did you go about kind of embracing that and making sure that you made the most of those opportunities so that it would eventually lead to more chances to play on regular downs? I fell in love with special teams early. Like a lot of young guys, it was, you know, you can see it as your, your chance to get on the field, you know, and that's what you want as a young guy is just to get out there. You're just eager to get out there. And so when you do, it's almost like a tease. Special teams is like a little, you get a little taste, but not the whole thing. So yeah, I definitely saw it as a big opportunity for me to get on the field. And then once you're on the field, then that's your opportunity and you just have to prove that you should be out there more. So I think it was definitely big in my, in my development. And I kind of roll over, like I started off on special teams and then my role in offense just continued to grow. And uh, it, got, it got pretty heavy in some games. With, uh, with playing so, so many special teams reps and then on offense. But uh, yeah, it was definitely huge for me. And it's just like the best opportunity you can have and whatever you can do to help the team. Special teams, it's one third of the game, so. Sam Seenbuckner played such a big role in the rush attack a year ago at that F position. With you out there, is it changing a little bit, kind of the way that position's gonna be utilized and maybe being a little bit more multiple? Yeah, it is. It's a little different this year. That used to be a personnel package, <laughs> like Sam Seenbuckner was a personnel package. And we've kind of gotten away from that a little bit and being more multiple in it where, you know, really any of us can play it. So more, more situational, you know, we all have different strengths and, and whoever can fulfill the task at that particular situation the best will probably be in the game. So it's a little different. I, I, I am the guy they kind of look to for for his, his role a little bit and kind of getting the run game going. But uh, more than anything, kind of a by-committee deal. Today's Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Hakeem Butler and, and Matt Eaton moving on, tall receivers that were big targets down in the, the red zone. Smaller receivers this year, good receivers, but might those tight ends 
get a little bit more of an opportunity down the red zone, you think, as big targets for Brock Purdy? For sure. I think that's a, that's a big focal point for us because, you know, every, every team needs big targets, and uh, we're, we're obviously big. So we're, we're working on that. We haven't had a whole lot of that here. It's definitely something we're, we're going to develop and uh, something we're looking forward to. It's exciting for us. Tell me a little bit about that tight ends room because Coach Golish has kind of joked about you know, having three academic All-Big 12 guys in there. Do you guys pretty much have to be on your toes every day with the, uh, the other characters in that room? Yeah, you've got you've to gotta watch what you say. <laughs> and if, if it isn't very intelligent, you'll, you'll be let known very fast. And Golish kind of says the same stuff sometimes. Like he, He's got he's to know his stuff when he comes into that room because uh, if, if he's not sure about anything, it'll definitely get picked apart. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a cool thing to be a part of just because um, we can all kind of push each other. And if somebody doesn't know anything, football or not football related, somebody in that room does know it. So um, it's, it's definitely a cool thing to be a part of. Well, what's uh, really fun is to think about the personalities in that room because, I mean, Chase Allen and Charlie Kohler have big personalities. Yeah. Coach Golish has a big personality. You're not shy. So, I mean, I, I imagine there's a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of fun in that room, too. It, it does. It gets a lot of fun. We do, we do some fun things. So there's some trivia that goes on behind the scenes a little <laughs> bit. It's a lot of fun. We, we're, all, we're all, like you said, pretty bubbly and, you know, pretty outgoing. So uh, it gets, uh, gets rowdy at times. Who's the biggest character in that room? Oh, that's a tough one. You know, I might have to go with the head man, and Coach Golish. He's he's got a he's got a pretty 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 widespread uh, personality. It's 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 a little different. <laughs> I thought Brock uh, really took command of that offense as a young player last year. How do you think he handled that responsibility as a, as a true freshman to go out and kind of command that huddle? I think he handled it so well. The amount of respect I have for that guy because I remember being a true freshman and if it would have thrown me into the fire as a tight end as a true freshman, I would have, my head would have exploded. So <laughs> I, being thrown out there as true freshman and, and running the offense is just like incredible to me and I still can't even really wrap my mind around it, but uh, it, it, it's impressive and, and I love that kid. And he's gonna develop too, and having an off season for him is gonna be huge. A big question for the offense, obviously, is how are you gonna replace David Montgomery? There's a lot of guys in that room that are gonna be fighting for carries and deserving of carries. Do you feel like it might be more by committee this year that you do it? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, their room's kind of similar to our room, We're super deep. They got guys that can, you know, each of them has a little bit, little bit different to their play style. They each bring something a little different to the table, but any of them can play anywhere in the country. So I'm confident that they're gonna get it taken care of. I think it'll also be a more by committee thing, but we've got good backs. The run game's obviously a huge part of what Coach Campbell wants to do. He wants that balance and, and you're utilized a lot in the run game. Tell me kind of the mentality it takes to be a good run blocker. Yeah, it definitely takes uh, a sense of selflessness because I mean you're not you're not scoring touchdowns but that's just the first part of it but you just got to be a good teammate like if you if you truly like love your teammates and and want to do whatever you can for them and, and do your job and that's kind of what we preach is do your job and uh, that's the job that I'm given a lot of the time and so I just do it to the best of my ability. Last thing for you you kind of mentioned the word selflessness that kind of goes hand in hand when I think of guys like Sam Buckner. That position almost lends itself to, hey, you got to be a team first guy. But is that kind of the fun of it too? Is uh, is knowing that 
hey, regardless of how many balls I catch or, or what, how many times I get my name in the paper, if we're winning, I'm doing my job. There's also a sense of pride you get from that, just knowing that nobody knows what you're doing, but you're doing it, and you're doing it well. And, and like, you know, inside the team, inside of our walls, like, people know, and that's that's really what I care about is what, what my teammates. If a running back is going to come, like, you know, give me a good job for, for blocking for him, then that means the world to me. It's, it's just cool. Well, last, I guess there is one more thing. Last year they told Sam they were going to throw him a bone at some point, and they did. They, he caught that touchdown pass against Kansas yeah. State. So maybe your moment's coming where you're going to end up in the end zone. You know, I think so. I think you might see uh, the tight end group in the end zone a little more than, than what might be anticipated. All right, Dylan, have a great, great season. We'll look forward to watching. All righty, thank you. Today's SciCast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening.